Tell him it's good. Hallelujah. He is good. He is good. Hallelujah. And God.
Praise God. Put your hands together. Give the Lord a clap offering. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, ain't God good? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's turn to the scripture. 2 Kings chapter 13, verse 14 to 19. 2 Kings chapter 13, 14 to 19. Amen. Somebody read verse 17 in Malayalam. Father, we thank you for the privilege that you've given us to come in your presence. We thank you for the privilege of giving, Lord. What a privilege, Lord. To give to the Lord because we acknowledge that you are the giver, Lord. Hallelujah. Nobody can outgive you, Lord. But out of the abundance that you have given us, we bought a small portion, may it be used for the glory and the expansion of the kingdom of God. We remember the men and women of God who labor in God's vineyard. May they be used by God for your glory. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word is precious. We thank you for your word is going to speak into our lives. Release grace and anointing that will make the proclamation of your word effective. In Jesus' name, we bind every resistance to the preaching of God's word. Every critical voice be stilled in Jesus' name. May your voice be heard loud and clear for your glory in Jesus name we pray amen please be seated hallelujah as you all know the message is titled shoot turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor neighbor shoot all right praise the Lord thank you Jesus Thank you. Okay. We've been talking from God's Word, and we brought to you a picture from the book, from the Word of God. 
we talked about the importance of being diligent and the danger of being lethargic. So I'm going to do a quick 60-second recap. I'll try to keep my word. Okay. So we see that the children of Israel is oppressed. And God desires to deliver his people. And God not only delivers his people, he designs the deliverance in such a manner that he would deliver and develop the men of God. So every challenge that we face in our lives, God wants us to be delivered from it. Not only be delivered, he designs the deliverance in such a way that we can be developed not only for our deliverance, but we become a channel of deliverance to the people of God. And that's what God wanted to do. And if this man comes to Elisha, Elisha gives him a very simple instruction. Take your bow and take some arrows. Shoot towards the east and he gives the interpretation. Very interesting. Verse 15 to 17, we see it's act one. Verse 18 and 19 is act two. And we don't have to interpret it because Elisha, the man of God himself, interprets it. And we can understand from that word, praise God, when the hand of God comes upon our lives, whether we are weak or unable, God's presence upon our lives can give us victory. Praise God. And we said that arrow of victory is our Lord Jesus himself who has given us victory over sin and Satan. And the Lord has equipped you and me with many more arrows. And the Lord wants us to use the arrows that he has given us so that we can be victorious in our Christian life. Praise the Lord. Yes? We said that, so we talked about some of the arrows. Number one, we talked about the arrow of, of prayer. Use the arrow of prayer to overcome and defeat your enemies. Number two, we said arrow of, arrow of the word of God. Use the arrow of the word of God to overcome your enemy. Number three, we said the arrow of, the word of faith. In other words, not only to intake the word, pronounce the word. The Holy Spirit that indwells us will remind us the words in the right season. As long as we have spent time with him in prayer, praise, and meditation of God's word, the word that is needed in the right season will be given to us so that when you pronounce and proclaim the word, you have victory over the forces of darkness. Now we're going to move forward today. Today we want to talk about the arrow of of praise the arrow of praise amen the arrow of praise okay 
the scripture the importance of praise. Praise is packed with power. Tell your neighbor, praise is packed with power. Praise God. The Bible says God inhabits on the praise of Israel. God inhabits on the praise of his people. In other words, when the praise goes up, the presence fills the place. So when you and I start praising God, when you and I start glorifying God, when you and I start exalting his name, the presence of God will fill the temple that is within and the temple that is all around and the place that we are seated will be filled with the presence of God. When the Lord of hosts, he descends. When the Lord of hosts, when he descends with his power and with his presence, no force, no foe can stand against the power and the presence of a God that has manifested himself in power and in his presence. Praise God. So when we start praising, the presence comes down. There is so many pictures in the Old and the New Testament that talks about this truth. In the Old Testament we see Jehoshaphat went into war. And when he went into war, he had received the guidance from the Lord. How to wage the battle. Listen, we all know we have a common enemy. The Bible says our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the forces, the wicked forces of darkness up in the air. We are waging a battle against a real foe. But the strategy used or employed, the strategy or the method employed to defeat the enemy, it varies from time to time. A person who is discerning, a person who is sensitive to the move of the Holy Spirit, a person who is sensitive to the nudging of the Holy Spirit would know which arrow to use when, which arrow that needs to be employed to bring the enemy down. Is it the arrow of prayer? Is it the arrow of praise? Is it the arrow of pronouncing the word of God? When you and I are sensitive to the spirit of God that indwells us and use the arrow that he tells us to use, we can bring the enemy down. And so the strategies differ from each situation to different situations. Here Jehoshaphat is said, Listen, you have to take the army, but before the army, you put worshippers before the army. Let the worshippers go in the front. Let them start praising God. And the Bible says, as they began to praise God, the Lord set 
ambushes and when they enter into the battlefield to engage the enemy, they find that the enemy has engaged between themselves and the enemy has been defeated. All they did entering into the battlefield was to collect the spoils that the Lord had pre prepared for them. So when the people of God started praising God, as praise went up, as they exalted the name of the Lord, praise God, the Lord set ambushes and defeated the enemy. There is power in Praise. There is power in praise. Come, let me take you to a verse in the Bible that's, that sheds further light into what we are talking about. It's recorded in Isaiah chapter 30, verse 31 and 32. Isaiah 30, verse 31 and 32. This is how it goes. The Assyrians will be a terror-stricken, will be terror-stricken at the voice of the Lord when he strikes with his rod. In every stroke of the appointed staff that the Lord lays on them will be to the sound of tambourines and lures. Battling with brand shield arm, he will fight with them. You see the words? Who is fighting? Who is fighting? The Lord is fighting. What is the Lord doing? He's taking his rod and he's doing what? He's smiting the enemy. But there is a synchronized action that is taking place. And this is what the Spirit of the Lord tells through the prophet. This is what the Spirit of the Lord says. When you take the tambourine and you do this. To each of your this, as you worship me, as you praise me, I am going to synchronize and affect with this. When you are hitting that tamarind in praise, in worship, in exaltation, in glorifying my name, I in turn will take the rod and I will smite at the force that is oppressing you, at the force that is persecuting you, at the force that's putting you down. Praise God. That's why it's important for the people of God that when you give Him praise, you put your heart into it. You put your soul into it. You put your spirit into it. As you praise Him, the power of God will come down on your enemy and He will be defeated. Praise All the more, it shows the importance of praise and worship. Praise God. Now when I bring this, I want to take your attention to somewhere else. You know, there is another battle that is recorded in the Bible. Where they took the presence of the Lord, which was the ark of the Lord. They carried the presence of the Lord. And the Bible says that they made such a big noise unto the Lord that the earth shook 
And the Philistines said, the God of Israel has come down. But the Bible says uh, what happened in that battle is the battle was lost. The ark was captured. Hey, 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 hey. What happened? What happened? You see, shout. You see the presence of God. You hear the music. You hear the praise. But in one part, it is defeat. On the other part, the Lord himself is smiting at the oppressors. What is the difference? What is the difference? Praise God. What is the difference? Hallelujah. Let me tell you, a worshiper is a precious thing in the presence of God. Worshiper is valuable to God. God will go to war on behalf of a worshiper. When they worshipped him, the Lord set the ambush. When we worship him, the Lord strikes at the enemy. Praise God. But in the Bible, there is something that Jesus said. Jesus said, the Lord, the Father seeks true worshippers. Father seeks True worshippers implied there are other kinds of worship. There are false worship. There are vain worship. There are willful worship. There are self-exhibited worship. The power of God is not displayed when all the other kinds of worship are exhibited. The power and the presence of God is exhibited when true worship rise from the heart of a true worshiper. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to tell my choir, our choir, that you are precious in the sight of God. You are valuable to the Lord. Praise God. As you worship God, hallelujah, as you lead the people of God to worship God, the power of God is manifested. It is my prayer that every service be such that the praise goes up, the presence comes down, there is deliverance manifested in the life of God's people. Praise God. Every time we take the tamarind and we strike let the Lord of God strike that enemy that's oppressing the people of God but before we take that instrument before we take that tamarind before we take that guitar before we take that drum before we take that violin before we take that keyboard before we use our hands clapping hands to the Lord let's make sure that our hands are washed and cleansed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ that we have taken time to bathe ourselves to clean ourselves in the word of God and when we do it we become effective in creating havoc in the, in the presence of the enemy praise God hallelujah don't you see the connection hallelujah when we are in obedience to the word of God 
when we align ourselves to the revealed will of God. Praise God. You and I become an instrument in the hand of God. Shall we move forward? Praise God. Yes, what we do in the natural the Lord releases the unseen angelic realms into the areas and the arenas where we need help, aid, and deliverance. So that is the arrow of, arrow of praise. Amen. That's the arrow of praise. Last week I was driving with a father and a son in the church. They asked me a question. They said, Pastor, how many more arrows do we have? I said, we got more arrows. Well, we'll see what the Lord gives and does for us. Okay, let's look at the next arrow. Let's read Psalm 127, verse 4 and 5. Verse 4 and 5. Psalm 127, verse 4 and 5. Amen. Praise the Lord. I was this morning I was meditating and the Lord told me that you need to talk about the arrow of posterity. What is the arrow of posterity? Huh? It's the arrow of posterity. What is this? Who was like an arrow? Who was like an arrow? Huh, come on. At least the sister who read. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. So what is this arrow? Right, 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 right. Praise God. Let's move. Listen. The Bible says children are like what? They are like what? Come on. Are you an arrow? Children are like arrows. The Bible does not say children are like clubs. The Bible does not say children are like rocks. Some people think their children are clubs. They want to take the club and what do you do with the club? You just whack it. Some people think the children are like rocks. What do you do with rocks? You take the rock and you throw it. No, the children are not rocks. They are not clubs, but they are what? They are arrows. Wow. Children are like arrows. Now, if you are a child, if you are a child, turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor, turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, stop what you were saying before, tell your neighbor now, I am an arrow. Children are like what? Virande kailirikina astrampole. Ardagaila. Praise the Lord. Arrow not just lying around. Arrows not just piled in a place. Arrows in the hands of a warrior. What's the 
difference between an arrow in the hand of a warrior and an arrow in the hand of an amateur. What is the difference? The warrior, when he takes the arrow and he shoots the arrow, it hits what? It hits the bull's eye. Once in a while? No, every time. So the Bible calls children as arrows in the hands of a warrior. Now, we don't use arrows in this day and age. You know, we use what? What do we use? We use guns, we use pistols, we use machine guns. Huh? What? What? Oh, missiles. Oh, my goodness, that's gone. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's right. But listen, if you need to use the arrow effectively, you need to what? You need to be very careful. Because as you stretch the bow, there is what? There is tension that builds up. And when the tension builds up, you cannot have a hand that is what? That is shaking. Your hands have to be steady. Your sight has to be zeroed in. And then you release the arrow based on how much tension you have appropriated. And you release at the right time and it hits the mark. Our children are arrows. The question is, are we the warriors? Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, listen. The arrow might be sharp. The arrow might be strong. But the hand that is holding the bow, if it's not steady, if it's not set properly, if the tension is not proper, and if it is released before time, the arrow becomes ineffective. I don't think we need an interpretation for that. We're just going to move with what we want to say. Praise God. There are different kinds of arrows. There are long-range arrows, and there are short-range arrows. There are arrows that can pierce through hearts, and there are arrows that are used to set light, put fire on the tip, and send it zooming through the stars, through the skies. We heard about a modern-day arrow. We talked about a missile. That is an arrow that soars through the sky, that passes through one continent to another continent. Let me tell you, like what, just, just, just like there are different kinds of arrows. The arrows that are seated in the house of God, the arrows that are in your home, they are of different sizes. They are meant for different use. Some are long range. Some are short range. Some are used for a long term battle. Some are used on an intercontinental warfare. Some are used for small skirmishes. Some are used for border wars. But let me tell you, everybody is different. Praise God. Don't, don't put everybody on the same, in the same basket. 
You don't have to look at your children and tell your children that all of them needs to be on stage. If they God has ordained them to be on the stage, they will be on the stage. But if they are not used on the stage, does not make them less than an arrow. They are still an arrow. Make sure that it is the hands of the warrior. Praise God. Hallelujah. Every one of them are precious. Praise God. And look what the psalmist is saying. Interesting. The psalmist is saying, verse 5. Read verse 5. Yes. Mm. Come on, quick. Verse 5. What does it say? Blessed is a man who fills his cure with Cuba with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. What are we talking about? Using our arrows to bring the enemy down. Now we are talking about arrows of posterity. Praise God. When the enemy comes at the gate, the man who has his arrows set, he will not be ashamed. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament, the city gate was a place where all legal transactions were done. The city gate was the most important place. That is where the enemy was not allowed to walk in. And the Bible says, a person who has the arrow of posterity will, praise God, release his arrow when the enemy comes at the Gate. Praise God. Hallelujah. In the Old Testament context, if a hooligan, if a, if, a, if a hoodlum came to your door, a man who had sons who were grown up, who were bold and courageous, he will send his sons to meet them at the gate, and that would settle the problem. In the New Testament, our warfare is not against flesh or blood. So the Bible says we have to set our posterity in such a place, in such a manner that they can stand against the enemy at the enemy gate. When we are contending with the enemy, we need to have our family lining up behind us as a support. Praise God. Releasing the arrow of posterity. Praise God. Against the work of darkness. Yes, at times you use the arrow of prayer and praise and pronouncing the word. But let me tell you, at times you want the arrow of posterity kneeling down with, how, down with you in prayer in praise and overcoming the enemy collectively against the force that tends to rise against us. What we cannot do by ourselves when we stand together as a family, as a church, one generation after generation stands on the knees behind us. We can face the enemy that wants to oppress and depress the people people of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
the arrows of posterity. Like Joshua, may the Lord grant his grace to say, as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. In other words, Joshua is saying, the arrows of my posterity, they are well-groomed and they are ready. Praise God. That is the testimony of a father. Every father should testify. Every mother should testify. As for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Now listen to the Lord's testimony. This is what the Lord is saying. Abraham, my servant, he will teach and he will instruct, instruct his household and his children to walk in my ways. That is heaven's testimony. Praise God. Heaven is testifying that Abraham as a father, Abraham as a king, Abraham as a prophet, Abraham as a priest of his house has his arrow ready. Then we can stand with Moses and say, Lord, thou hast been a dwelling place from one generation to another. <laughs> Long after we have gone from this world, let me tell you, you can leave your influence, you can leave your mark on this world by making sure the arrows of posterity, the arrows of children that are handed to you are groomed, have fashioned, have been, have been shaped, have been sharpened to use it for his glory. Folks, that should be our prayer. Lord, long after I have gone from this world, may the arrow of my posterity be used for your glory. One more thought and I'm going to conclude it. I want you to read verse 17. 2 Kings 13. 13, 15. 2 Kings 13, 15. Read it. Okay, hold it. I want you to listen to this carefully. Okay? Don't miss this before you go. I will conclude this right after this. But I want you to listen to this. The prophet tells him, take the bow and the arrow. Shoot. He shoots. And then he pronounces. I want you to look at the pronouncement. This is what the prophet says. The Lord's arrow of victory. The arrow of victory over Syria. Whose arrow it was? It was the king's arrow. It was Joash's arrow. The prophet told Elisha, take your bow and your arrow. And you shoot the arrow eastward. And as he was getting ready, the man of God laid his hands upon the king who was shooting the arrow. And the pronouncement was, 
the Lord, the Lord's arrow of victory. I want you to catch this picture. There is a transfer that takes place from what belongs to you to what belongs to the Lord. Before the instruction, the arrow belonged to the king. The arrow belonged to the Israelites. But when the man of God lays his hands upon the man who is shooting the arrow, and as the arrow is released into the sky, the pronouncement of God is the Lord's arrow of victory. When you follow the instructions of the Holy Spirit, when you allow the presence of God to come down upon you, when you follow the pattern that the Lord tells you, when you listen and when you hearken to the purpose of God, when you are obedient to the plan of God, your arrow will become the Lord's arrow. What you could not have done effectively with your arrow, with his presence, with his purpose, with his pattern, with his plan. Nay, when you align yourself to the purpose of God, to the plan of God, to the pattern of God, to the promise of God, what belongs to you belongs to him and what belongs to him yields result in a way that you can never imagine. Pravajagan de Shabdam Kirkanin Numbe Astram Raja Vindiyarnu Yenal Pravajagan de Shabdam Kirta Astram Agashat Lot Ayachapur Deva Sanitat in their Pradigarnamai Pravajagan Tande Kai Raja in the Tolal Vekimbol, they within the Wajanat in Anasarnamai, they were Wajanat in the Adistanatil, they were Sanitatil, they viga Patta di Pragaram, they viga Odesha Pragaram, Ninda Kailel Pichirkina Astram, they were in the Nerdesha Pragaram, Niadine Aiki one Parambol, Ayachal, Aikindirit Ayachala, Ninde Astram. They what in the Astra my Marno at the day what in the Astra Matramala in the water thought to Peter Salata in the water thought to the Arakia Salata. Praise God, they within the Karam Nanakwendi Chalikimbol in the Astra, they what in the Karangal El Pikimbol in the water in the Astra Tuna, Jaywan Kayatada, Jaywan Satya Malatada, they Praise God. 
ദൈവത്തിന്റെ ആലോചനക്ക് അസ്ത്രത്തെ വിട്ടുകൊടുക്കാമോ ദൈവത്തിന്റെ ആലോചനക്ക് അസ്ത്രത്തെ അയക്കേണ്ട അടുത്ത് അയക്കാമോ അയക്കുന്നെങ്കിൽ നിന്റെ അസ്ത്രം വിജയത്തിന്റെ അസ്ത്രമായി മാറോമാഡ് ആസ്ത്രം അത് ജയാളിയായവന്റെ അസ്ത്രമാണ് the arrow of the lord's victory praise god hallelujah mm hallelujah praise god hallelujah children are a arrow in the hands of the warrior so when we align ourselves and are obedient to god and his presence comes upon us the arrow becomes effective it becomes the lord's arrow and it brings victory now how can i not say this i have to say this now when we rebel against god when we rebel against the purpose of god when we rebel against the plan of god when we rebel against the promise of god when we do not allow the presence of god to come upon us the same arrow he turns against us case in point david and absalom praise god david was a man who carried the presence of god he cherished the presence of god but sin entered into his life and he compromised the word of god he started crying lord do not take your holy spirit away from me praise god deva sanitham illatha nimishangal nammude jeevithathil undagan paadilla deva sanitham illatha nimishangal nammude jeevithathil undayal nammude jeevithathil pishajinum paapathinum praveshanam nam kudukkum pishajinum paapathinum nammude jeevithathil nam praveshanam kodthal daavidinte jeevithathil sambhavichathu sambhavikade irikkatte daavidinte kaiyile astram ദൈവികൊണ്ട് ഗോഡ് വി വുഡ് ഹാവ് ബീൻ ഡൗൺ ലോങ് ബാക്ക് ബട്ട് താങ്ക് ഗോഡ് 
for his grace that sustains us. But let me tell you, you and I need to wake up. We can't afford to be lethargic because the enemy is real and the Lord has won the victory. But he says, pick up your arrows and wage warfare under the umbrella of my presence. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm going to conclude because of the time. I want you to stand up before the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Well, let me ask you folks. What are you doing with the arrows that the Lord has given? The arrow of prayer. The arrow of praise. The arrow of the word. The arrow of the word of faith. The arrow of prayer. The arrow of posterity. What are we doing with that arrow? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Long after we have gone, we want to prepare our arrows so that we can say, Lord, thou hast been a dwelling place. From one generation to another. Long after you and I have gone. Praise God. May the arrows of our posterity. Make an impact on the nation. Make an impact on this nation. May it make an impact in the world. Praise God. You and I have been given that responsibility. To sharpen those arrows. To groom those arrows. To mentor those arrows. So that it will be like an arrow in the hands of a warrior. Thank you. Jesus. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Oh, Jesus. I want you to pray, folks. As the Lord, Lord, help me to use the arrows that you have given me for your glory, for your kingdom's sake. Praise God. Let me not stand against the purpose of God. Let me become a person who cherishes the presence of God. Standing under the presence of God. Let me use the arrows that God has given so that I will be victorious. Father, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you for your word that has come this morning. We receive your word, Father. We receive your word, Father. We pray, O oh God, that we will become people who cherish who carry the presence of God and would align ourselves with the will and the purpose of God concerning our lives. And may our arrows become your arrows and may it bring victory in our lives. Thank you for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Please receive.